I'm good at the Chimo. All right, welcome to another Indecorous podcast. Purveyors of fat, farce, and fucked up history join this futile quest for knowledge. Have a laugh, learn a fact, and throw out all our super safe and decorous life hacks. As always, we have Carlos. I'm here. Bobby. Yo. And today our special guest, comedian JT Habersat. Hello. And I'm Ian. I'll be your drunk driver through this collision course of nonsense. All right, guys. We've got a great show for you. So our lead topic this week... Voyeurism has taken many provocative forms over time as we reach an apex where some may think we've checked every box and done it all. A California man recently discovered a new and exciting use case for this captivating art. Bobby's got the headline here on the best new use case for voyeurism. Right, yeah. a, uh, a California man has been arrested on charges. He poisoned eight homeless people by giving them food laced with a caustic substance derived from hot chili peppers and a string of attacks videotaped for his own enjoyment. All right. So he just put them on the show, hot ones, homeless hot ones. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't. He, how did he? Okay, there's going to be more details, I hope. No, all we're right. moving on. Yeah, that's it. That's all <laughs> yeah. we're getting for that one. I thought you were getting yeah. <laughs> Is it just yep. extreme hot ones? <laughs> yeah, dude, there's, there's way more details. All right, all right. So the victims were unaware the food had been tampered with. The perpetrator of the crime, William Cable. That's his real name, William? Isn't that an X-Man guy? <laughs> all right. <laughs> he promised the homeless people beer to entice them to eat the food. So some were told they were participating in a spicy food challenge as part of the ruse, prosecutors said. So yeah, so you're kind of onto it, Bobby. This guy was like, hey, eat this shit and I'll give you some beer. Yeah, dude. Sounds like an even trade, right? Well, that seems like a food version of bum fights, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, eat this food and we'll give you some beer. I mean, that could have gotten a lot of people. For sure, man, especially these days. So for the spicy crime, Cable faces up to 19 years in prison. And his defense attorneys are planning to argue that this was all just a performance art, <laughs> which is a bigger crime. Yeah, that's performance right. Yeah, he should serve a lot of time for performance art. God, yeah. yeah. But furthermore, they argue he was just feeding the homeless, and why should that be a crime? Oh, get the fuck out so of here. So the substance, though, I guess, so it's derived from hot chili peppers, but it's... What, some inedible poisonous? Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not attempted murder, but fennel is also a food, but you can't fucking put fennel into a milkshake yeah. and be like, here, <laughs> I'm helping. If he would have if he would have just fed them Lysol, then he could have been like, hey, I'm trying to prevent them from getting COVID or some shit. That could have been his excuse. Yeah. You can hear the lawyers saying that too. Like, your honor, why should it be a crime? Like this veteran, <laughs> it just wheels him in. <laughs> he likes sweating in desert storms, so why shouldn't he enjoy a pepper now and yeah. get the fuck oh, out yeah. of How are we to know that he didn't like spicy food? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was Indian. We this was out in california so i was like hey a lot of them are mexican they love that shit they love that shit they love a spicy food i'd like to hear the definition of this lawyer of what caustic means also <laughs> caustic is a loaded term i think the moral of the story is uh never feed the homeless <laughs> <laughs> oh bobby always the optimist now i'm just picturing what i just said in a sound clip uh ruining 
anything in my future ever. Your future political career, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, we've got 43 episodes of you that's going to basically prevent you from ever having public office, so you're good. That's a good point, yeah. We've got our quota for you. This next story is more cheerful. It's a classic tale of a happy little rom-com turned creepypasta. This tale is a modern-day love story between two star-crossed Romeo and Juliet lovers, kind of different, and I think in some ways even more fun. So Bobby's got the first little tidbit here. Our Romeo in this story, Grant Amato, was a millennial slacker archetype, a jobless college dropout living at home with his parents. But despite his shaky economic and social disposition, he was able to bag a wicked hot Eastern European gal. The only problem, she was a cab girl, and his mom and dad didn't approve. This is a true story, or are you just trying yeah, no, to no. play your... Is this your script that you wrote, and you're trying to sneak it into the podcast? Oh, no, dude, it's not a short, short story. Yeah, you just, saw, you just watched an episode of 90 Day Fiance, and all of a sudden you're fucking putting that shit in here? Dude, yeah, I'm... If the pitch makes it past the podcast, then you work on it some more. Yeah. I like the implications that if you have a shaky economic background and you're shit at a social standard, you can still get somebody from Eastern Europe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard like Eastern European anything referred to in any kind of positive way. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a negative connotation with Eastern Europe. <laughs> I make $12 an hour, but you know how many ruples that is? Get the fuck out of here. I'm telling you, dude, global economy, bro. It's got its positives. Carlos can take us on this next amazing tidbit. So what started as a one-off fap session between consenting adults. I'm glad you said fap did not killing the clown. That's, another, that's one, of, it's one of Ian's favorite words. for Trying to class it up over here. Killing the clown. Was that when you jerk off to Henry Phillips? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what it is. Ian's a very, it's a closeted Henry Phillips fan. And that's why I keep killing, it, killing the clown. Or just guitar comics. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> so what started one-off fap session between consenting adults turned into the love of Grant's young life. His Juliet was an irresistible cam girl from Bulgaria. <laughs> Even just the name of the country doesn't sound very attractive. Bulgaria. We put the bulge in Bulgaria. <laughs> it sounds like a disease. Yeah, yeah. He got Bulgaria. Yeah. He got Bulgaria from this cam girl, but she wasn't cheap. Her cam girl session started costing Grant more than he could afford. So rather than doing what most people would do and just masturbate to free porn, he started stealing money from his mom, dad, and brother to keep his cam girl talking to him. Hashtag true love. So the definition of bagging an Eastern European <laughs> girl is just paying her until she stops. Because <laughs> I don't know what kind of yeah. game this guy's got. Yeah, no just sounds- I mean, she calls him baby. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, we probably threw that out a little liberally, <laughs> okay. but it seems to me that anybody that pays for porn in this day and age is probably a sociopath. I mean, everything is free. What person would pay for that shit? People that have real specific tastes, I would imagine. Yeah. Where, are they? Where and, else are you going to find an Eastern European girl? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I think it's just too hot. And diehard capitalists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Job so, creators. So right. JT can take yeah. us on this final point. Our Juliet in the story just kept getting more demanding and demanding more and more money. So Grant had no choice but to keep their love alive by getting a secret second mortgage on his parents' house reasonable yeah uh when all was said and done grant had stolen over two hundred thousand dollars or four million rupees <laughs> yeah. from his parents and brother from his brother you motherfucker naturally grant's family took the theft pretty hard 
especially when they found it, it was over a chunky Bulgarian cam girl. The story gets thicker yeah. with every paragraph. Yeah. yeah, literally thicker. She's chunky. Yeah, literally thicker. <laughs> anyway, so the family had an intervention and made him go to rehab for pornography addiction. But that's not what this is. Uh, anyway, uh, but Grant was emotionally unstable. And once he got out of rehab, he killed his parents and brother. Wow. Because nothing stands in the way of true love. You know, I was about to say that the thing that I was having the most trouble with with this story was that he had apparently a secret mortgage closing (laughs) where multiple people (laughs) signed documents all in secret. (laughs) Yeah. I do like that he upgraded from pornography addiction to murder. Yeah. (laughs) I just skipped a whole lot of steps. At least he's not doing performance art. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) Then they'd really have to throw some years at him. But forget about the whole part about him killing his whole family. For all that, let's hypothetically... Uh, Yeah, we don't care about that. That shit's in the past. Let's move on. Yeah, we don't care about that. Let's move on. Move on. on. Who amongst us haven't thrown a stone? Those people, they may as well be Eastern European. I'm trying to find some hypothetical sympathy here. Should this be like almost another protected lifestyle, like another alternative lifestyle that you can't speak ill of? Like falling in love with a cam girl should be the same kind of cancel culture. will get you if you can't talk about those people. Is this sort of getting to that level? This is like, uh, what was the name of that movie? Like Somebody and the Real Girl. Remember? Oh, Lars. Lars, yeah, yeah. Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so it's just uh, George and the cam girl or Grant and the cam girl. (laughs) Grant and the cam girl, yeah. Yeah, this one's not making it to Sundance. In the movie, though, that guy just murdered that plastic puss. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I remember. That's the part I kept rewinding. What's crazy, too, is that for $200,000, he could have banged dozens of local strippers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He could have banged a Western European. (laughs) (laughs) And I I guess because he never got to murder that European puss, he had to murder his family instead, right? So are they still together or what? (laughs) <laughs> happily married my friend happily, happily married. married happily married there's google fiber on death row <laughs> yeah. can we see a picture of this bulgarian cam girl yeah i want to see how chunky she is <laughs> she, she, yeah. dude she'd make you kill your parents too bobby i'm telling you are we talking czechoslovakian <laughs> yeah. campbell's too chunky or are we talking so i'm just picturing some broad digging up turnips and shit some broad <laughs> I, for, I always forget you used to live in new york Carlos. some, I mean, broad, not, some sorry, fucking eastern just, european yeah, i always forget you used to live in the 40s <laughs> All right, some, uh, some dame, some dame, some dame, some ball. But uh, anything else before we move on? Never feed the homeless. Moving on to our next topic, indecorous life hacks. We've scraped the bellows of the internet to find the most amazing life hacks for those brave enough to dare. So set your moral compasses south and join us for this special edition of indecorous life hacks. It's at first it just said get on her good side and I thought that was it. That's a live <laughs> so yeah, act. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that's always better. <laughs> um, can't tell if she's pregnant with a food baby or a human baby or just fat. Always assume she's just fat and ask her about that. Most women will receive the comment as just helpful, constructive criticism and not an insult. A few drinks later, you're in Poundtown with a fat chick. Cheers. Please, chunky.
chunky is the term yeah i'm more offended that they use the word fat and not chunky <laughs> chunky is what you're supposed yeah, to use that's a, that's a woke way of calling people fat it used to be a thick with three k's but not <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's right. gonna come back in a few years it'll be people of chunk <laughs> oh man bobby likes to call them brave bobby just calls them brave yeah isn't it chunk like what you call fat kittens like c-h-o-n-k <laughs> yeah i think so is Do you breed cats? Opinion. I've never heard that. No, I have three, okay. but I don't breed them. Yeah. He, he gets them and he feeds them, and then when they get the trunk size, <laughs> fucking eats them. Right. <laughs> sell them on the black cat market. This might sound like an unintuitive life hack, but have you ever gone up to a girl and said, hey, are you pregnant? And it turned out she was just fat. That's like way worse. That chick will crucify you. Yeah, I mean, just punch her in the stomach. You'd be sure to <laughs> yeah. find out real quick. I don't know. No one does that. No, no one's done that. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've never done that. <laughs> yeah, we know that because you're alive. Yeah, I was going to say, that might be the one good instinct I have. <laughs> also a random woman. I like that part. Yeah. Not someone you know, just some broad, as Carlos would say. <laughs> yeah, some, some fat dame. Some chunk broad. What do you, I mean, so wait, so they're saying it is actually better just be like, hey, so what, you, you're fat? Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, if, you're, if you don't know if it's a food alternative bait. here. Yeah, dude. Hey there, Flappy, what's the <laughs> yeah, You're just making conversation with somebody on the street, you know, so you're fat, right? <laughs> so what's the deal with all of this? What's all of this all about? Explain this. I, I feel an attraction towards you, but it's kind of gravitational. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this bus stop bench isn't reinforced. I need to know whether I should call my attorney. And then they're going to want to fuck you because they're going to, what, appreciate your power of observation? Like, oh, wow, you, you have a lot of attention to detail since yeah. you noticed I'm fucking massive. Like whenever you say, are you fat? And then she's like, no, I'm actually just pregnant. Then she's going to feel more charming. And like it was a compliment almost. <laughs> then you go, oh, well, I hope you lose it. <laughs> yeah. Or what if it's just the, the why not both meme girl who's just like, have both. <laughs> fat and pregnant. Yeah. Halfway right. I'm fat with child. In a perfect world. <laughs> Put a sex doll on the driver's seat of a Tesla, dress it up and put on sunglasses for it and turn on autopilot to sleep your way to work legally. That's so much more work than just having a friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you haven't met Ian. <laughs> I, I love how they're like, step one for this is have a $100,000 car. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the biggest pitfall with this yeah. hack is like if you did a good job cleaning up your sex doll after you made love to it the night before and use a little too much rubbing alcohol and you did get caught by the cops then she might blow over the legal limit so you gotta just no personal stories yeah and we already read your script earlier with the whole cam girl shit this also begs the question though it puts sunglasses on it does that is that what fools the public the sunglasses <laughs> yeah. because does that mean the normal eyes are horrific mirrors to your soul? Because <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look. You don't put sunglasses on your own sex doll, right? Carlos, Carlos? Well, it depends on what you're into. It depends on how sunny it gets. I mean, I haven't read the whole manual, but I don't see a problem with it. <laughs> I mean, do do these fucking things? Do they have ears? These fucking things. I see. Well, they're, 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 fucking, they're literally they're fucking. Literally yeah, fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, just using the scientific term. Terminology. Yeah, like if you get a fancy <laughs> one, they can have fucking ears, hairs, I mean, all kinds of bullshit. <laughs> they fucking ears. ears. Fucking yeah. ears. If you ever feel threatened, be it a boss, 
co-worker, street fighter, mortal enemy, or clown, just start taking your clothes off. At first, they'll think you're gearing up for a fight, but the key is to keep going. Shirt, pants, shoes, tidy waddies, bras, socks remain on, always. Watch the tide turn in your favor as you strip. Works every time. <laughs> Does it? I mean, I just love to see I'm, some dude laid out like I'm, half naked on the fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Next time you're in a prison yard fight, <laughs> just take your pants on. Yeah, this is this is an example of the winners always write the history. You know, you don't hear from the guys that died trying this shit out. <laughs> yes, a clown. If you're fighting a clown, there's a good chance it's also a rape clown. So don't take your clothes off. Yeah, yeah. The clown is just going to be more encouraged at giving it to you after you take your clothes off. Plus the clown has a hammer. So I think this one might be overly optimistic on the whole Max Hardcore fan base. Because if you guys remember the 1990s porn, Max Hardcore was a dude that always fucked with socks. Everything off but the socks. So they're thinking this would be like an homage to Max Hardcore or something. And they would just give you the silent nod and be like, all right, I'm going to beat your ass. That was cool. what he was famous for? I thought he was famous for like fucking abusing women and fucking <laughs> pissing in their mouth. Well, but yeah, I guess the socks thing, the is, that's what put him in jail. Yeah, he's a fashion faux pas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why he went to jail was for keeping his fucking socks on. Okay, well I have my rose-colored glasses on over here, Carlos. I guess his first name was actually Max Cotton, but they uh... <laughs> he was just trying to promote. Uh, then he was Max Wicked, and then eventually Max Hardcore. <laughs> Oh, I have like I, I've brought this up on the podcast before, but I have seen videos of apparently dudes that try to start a fight in the middle of somewhere, and then they pull their pants off, and the other person runs. But of course, this is the internet, so I, it's not, I couldn't, I can't recommend this. I just saw a video on YouTube once. Was the person who run also eating a pepper? And <laughs> yeah, that's funny. They were Eastern Europeans. <laughs> Never feed the homeless. Are you an adult tired of missing out on gold farming in your MMO games because of work? I don't yeah, even know yeah, what that yeah, means. It's, it's a anyway. massive multiplayer online game. It's like Fortnite or one of those oh. silly games. Game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, convince a child. I'm not saying this. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> oh, come on, man. We're this is going to be, this audio is going to be played in, in court one day against me. <laughs> hey, everyone, here's what I think you should do. No, fuck that. <laughs> Convince a child you meet on the game to run away from home and live in your basement so they can farm in exchange for room and board. Yeah, all right, that's a great idea. All right, we got JT on record, man. I we think, we, I think we got it. Got what we need. This is a sting operation. Uh, yeah, caveat though, uh, don't do anything weird as it'll ruin it for others. Yeah, nothing weird above inviting a random child to farm for you. Digital farm at that. This is why we need to re-criminalize marijuana. It's one of the few instances where it would be a little less weird to have them grow you actual vegetables. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's better to have just child labor than whatever this kids in your yeah. fucking basement mining video game gold. It just says farming, too. It could be salmon. <laughs> right? Like salmon? Farming okay, I, don't sa I don't know. Yeah, they farm salmon. I mean, there's farm-raised shrimp. Well, let's go through the list. Right. Let's go through the list, shall know. we? Tilapia? <laughs> this, yeah, I don't know anything about this. I don't, JT's from Texas. They do all kinds of weird shit down that way. I don't know. But I'm originally from New York. Yeah, so okay. I, uh, Back in your salmon farming years? I know all about my salmon farming <laughs> from my, my time in the Big Apple. <laughs> well, I mean, they say if you're going to make it big in salmon farming, you got to do it uh, in New York. So that's where all the best salmon farmers move to. 
the biggest apples and the biggest yeah. cinnamon bun. So I'd love to comment on this life hack, but I honestly barely understand it. I guess so, we're trying to appeal mm. to the Generation Z or whatever yeah, the fuck dude. you call it. Yeah, this is a big Gen Z one. Basically, a lot of these online video games have digital currencies where you can sit there and click little buttons for rewards and points. And if you have like a bunch of different laptops, you can, in theory, get more and more, uh, more shit going. No, oh, we fucking lost Ian. Oh, we shit. lost the host. <laughs> I think his laptop <laughs> caught fire. Somebody oh, check on <laughs> You said Generation Z and they're attacking yeah, yeah. All right. That's what offended them. <laughs> they just digitally deleted him from the internet. His computer and they're using it to farm gold. <laughs> his, yes. his entire existence is just... Ian <laughs> yeah. like is getting doxxed as we speak. Did somebody take out a secret mortgage on you? <laughs> no, dude, it was just my, my video went down. I think my audio is still good. Yeah, dude, this is one of those, it goes really dark really fast from MMO to Chimo, but I think that you probably are not going to do this hack, be my guess. Uh, that's a safe assumption. We may have to tell JT that Ian is super comfortable saying Chimo for child molester. Like, that's just a common, yeah. that's just common knowledge. He says, yeah. he says, yeah, he says child molester so often he had to come up with an abbreviation. <laughs> it was becoming a little cumbersome. Chimo. Yeah, it's added hours that's, to his life. It sounds like a strawberry quick style drink. <laughs> yeah. Like Chimo or something like a frosted Chimo. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'll just have a regular dark coffee and she'll have a Chimo. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, anything else before we move on to our main topic, guys? No. <laughs> no, no, JT's trying to get away from this as fast as possible. I, I'm good at, good at the Chimo. <laughs> All right, that's the other clip. We got it. He, this is he said He said he's good at the Chimo. <laughs> you have to tell me if you're cops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Hey everybody, just another reminder that we are on social media. We are on Facebook at Indecorous Comedy, Twitter at Indecorous Pod, Instagram at Indecorous Comedy, and YouTube. Take it, Ian. <laughs> YouTube, we have this zany username, 20 or 30 characters long, alphanumeric, and you want yeah, me to yeah, read this, Carlos? Just, yeah, just tell them what it is, Ian. Yeah, dude, so it's, uh, uh okay, I got it on a couple of Or Bobby, do you know it off the top of your head? Uh, no, but I think that's what people love in plugs, this long-winded explanation. I've got, it's you, uh, uppercase you. Welcome to the Indecorous Podcast. Indecorous means... There you go, perfect. It's so upper- you guys got that. <laughs> and we have a Patreon as well. And that's just patreon.com slash indecorous comedy. And we have three levels. We got slag for $3 as a way of saying thank you. You get access to all of our amazing content on Patreon where we have exclusive content. We have early releases. If you want to do a little more for us, we'll do a little more for you. That's Lot Lizard tier. Finally, if you want to really have the full penetration experience, then we have the Dignified Scholarly Courtesan tier. It's $10. And for that, you get all the perks of the lower tiers as well as sign autographed shit and we can let you pitch his ideas for the show why do we not have a tier called the full penetration experience <laughs> yeah that's a good point those are the real mvps are the <laughs> ones that get the full and penetration experience if you want to sign up for our patreon you can pitch us new tier levels that we will start adding based yeah, on your exactly yeah that should be it if you support us on patreon you get to name your own tier <laughs> 
but give it a hundred thousand dollar tier where you just take over the podcast altogether. And <laughs> yeah, dude. We don't we do it anymore. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be it's just your podcast buy out now. our podcast. That's a tier. Hostile takeover tier. <laughs> Hostile penetration tier. Hostile penetration tier. Because we can't use the R word anymore. So we're just going to call rape hostile penetration now. <laughs> and speaking of hostile penetration, we have our new Patreon supporter, DJ Jones. Shout out to DJ. Thank you for being a subscriber Yo, and DJ. a supporter. And he's at the top tier. Uh, definitely my favorite DJ of all time. Better than DJ Khaled and Jazzy Jeff and all those. Jazzy Jeff. Guys. Definitely better than Jazzy Jeff and DJ... I, I'm, I've run out of DJs that I know. <laughs> I think it's just those two, plus now DJ Jones, the the king of the DJs. King of the DJs. So I appreciate you, DJ Jones. Thank you for your support, my man. Thanks, Thank DJ. you. For main topic this week, we're doing another deep dive into the alternative lifestyle section this week we are doing the alternative lifestyle of mukbanging for those that aren't hip this is the new global fad taking generation z by storm for the uninitiated we'll do a little couple sound bumps and clips of what mukbanging is how is mukbanging spelled just uh, for the viewers at home oh yeah for anyone that wants to google this shit because it's not intuitive at all it's m-u-k-b-a-n-g so mukbang okay and that means so that it's, I mean, that's self-explanatory. Mukbanging mm-hmm. is essentially people that gorge and fucking feast on 5,000 calories in one sitting and stream the whole fucking thing over the internet in the hopes to get internet cookies from strangers. And there's a couple different flavors of mukbangers. There's like the obnoxious as fuck, gay guy that always cries. So case in point. <sighs> I don't want to break the chopstick, but I do. I want it to go everywhere. I want the chopstick to fly into my face and stab out my scabs. But I don't want to break it because it's the only pair of chopsticks that I have. So dude's got like a trough full of ramen noodles in front of him. Probably like 30 servings of ramen noodles. And he's getting ready to eat it, but he's he's emotionally distraught because he has to eat all this shit. So he's a little pissed off. But he's going to power main, through dude. it. I know, I know a good mukbang when I see one. Mm. Yeah, dude. So he's powering through. And Carlos... This is coming full circle on a callback oh earlier. Oh, my God. You're going to love this. Yeah. I love um, Asian culture, and I love Asian women. You know why? Because they age well, just like wine, Malbec wine, right? And they're sweet. So you got the the racist mukbangers. This is a little short, fat fuck. I think he's on your show, Carlos. Tell yeah, the listeners. Ninety, that dude's from 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. That dude, that little troll man is from 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> That dude had a hot as hell fucking wife in like Indonesia or something. And he. Like a cam girl? Fucking like like a real girl, dude. Like he actually, like I'm surprised that she was actually a real person. He went and meet her. See, why am I even fucking telling this? This is not. I mean, I don't know who the hell this is. I'm a man. How many mortgages did that take? (laughs) So this third category of mukbang (laughs) is like the OG mukbang. This is where it originated from in Korea. So basically the whole thing is going to be in a foreign language and she's just way too fucking happy and cheerful yeah. and she's putting down fucking a 15 course meal. 
That last one's a sellout, though. I saw that Coca-Cola product placement on her fucking mukbanging. Don't you hate it when fucking corporations take over mukbanging? <laughs> is nothing sacred? It, you know what's fucked up is that was filmed in the, the meeting ground where they just blew up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the North Korean, South Korean meeting zone. <laughs> yeah, that's where they filmed this as well. So, people, like, we're watching this right now because we do a podcast and we have to, but you're saying people voluntarily watch this? <laughs> Dude. Yeah, get me off this planet, please. Yeah, no <laughs> please. shit. Dude, fuck yes, they do. This is where we're going to dive into the indecorous world of mukbanging. So, Bobby's got us on this first one here. Instead of shamefully abusing your body in the privacy of your own home by overeating, then crying, then apologizing to no one in particular, Gen Z weirdos are eating 5,000 calorie meals in front of their webcams and broadcasting their gluttony in public in some weird attempt to seek mm. internet validation from strangers. Well, they're trying to get chunky. <laughs> <laughs> this all comes full circle. Now we know how that happened to the Eastern European girl. <laughs> I wonder how they feel about this sort of shit in like Ethiopia or countries where people are starving. Like, oh, this is just a game to them to see how much they can eat. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Meanwhile, they're happy to have half a pee. I do a variation on this whenever there's a hurricane where I put on as many clothes as I can for people that are without. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, or sometimes I'll just like do some roofing. That's right. I just throw away plywood. You're just like swimming in like a sea of shingles like a fucking Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, that sounds like an old person issue, swimming in a sea of shingles. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Carlos can take us on this next one here. As you likely expected, mukbanging started in South Korea. Yeah, it's always either South Korea or Japan. So South Korea's version of YouTube is called Africa TV. Africa. <laughs> Africa TV. And Africa's version of YouTube is called South Korea. Is that what it is? Just yeah, that's right. swap yeah, correct. Swapsies. <laughs> And approximately 5% of all content is mukbang-oriented. 5%? It reportedly started because okay. culturally people in Korea don't like to eat alone. So people started making food, eating videos, so some people could fill their dinner time void. It quickly became more extreme, and now eating 4,000 calories is the low bar required to get lonely viewers to even notice you. So like, if you do 4,000, that's kind of that's beginner level, that's baby yeah, level. Yeah, dude, you got to be fat as fuck and going ham as hell to get anyone to watch you these days. Kind of nice, though, because, I mean, if you're sitting at home eating too big of a bowl of ice cream, you just put on one of these videos and you feel like less of a piece of shit. I would never eat again. Yeah, no shit, <laughs> man. Really, real gross, man. Real the saddest gross. thing is, like, there's people all over America that could have just put a camera in front of them and been, <laughs> did, like, they were mukbanging without even knowing it. <laughs> yeah, I've been mukbanging this whole time. <laughs> Any golden corral. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Install a chocolate fountain cam and just watch people dip their fucking. Like, yeah, if the South Korean people could see the fucking Golden Corral, that's like the mukbang dome. Oh my god! I like mukbang dome. Yeah, mukbang dome, where all the greatest mukbangers meet and they compete without even knowing it. We started a Cracker Barrel gravy and moved our way up to mukbang dome. Mukbang dome. <laughs> all right, so. Mukbang is a portmanteau word, a mix of two words smushed together. It comes from mukja for eating and bang song for broadcast. So mukbang means eating broadcast. Most Western mukbangers pronounce it exactly as it looks, mukbang, but in Korea it's pronounced mukbang. Americans did a double take on the word mook because 
Here it's considered an old-timey racial slur, and the Gen Z freak eaters wanted to get attention for their gluttony, not casual racism. <laughs> so they changed the term to mukbang. Hold on. So you're telling me they watched on Africa.com mukbang? <laughs> exactly. Right exactly. Now? That wasn't a problematic search engine? Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of the people that ended up watching these videos, this is not what they were looking for. They just searched Africa and MOOC and ended up watching Asian kids eating yeah. 5,000 calories. <laughs> Honest mistakes. Excuse me while I hit my WAP pipe over here. <laughs> <laughs> we got to bring that one back. <laughs> we can keep that. That's all you. <laughs> all right, so JT can take us on this next one here. Okay, so beyond the obvious lonely fuckers that watch people overeat to fill their social and friendship voids, People are watching mukbanging as a means to an end. Many people in Korea are poor and can't afford much food, let alone the exotic food mukbang stars put down. So people living on a calorie-restrictive diet due to being poor get to live vicariously and pretend they are able to afford dessert. Wow. Vicariously living through watching other people. I, I just heard mukbanging and means to an end, and I thought it was just definitely leading to suicide. <laughs> yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah, all of us. <laughs> watching this. this it's funny because I remember right. Bill Burr had a bit ages ago about whether starving people in Africa would watch the Food Channel like we would watch the Playboy Channel. And that, Dude, that's exactly. We should legit somehow find a way to have Mark Maron and Bill Burr watch one of these <laughs> videos because they have such fucking yeah yeah <laughs> inward food disorders. It would be hilarious <laughs> to see them yeah. freak out. Be great. So Bobby's got this next one here. But since this started in Korea, we can't forget that a lot of people over there are vain as fuck, always look hot with their plastic surgeries and keto diets. Well, there so, goes our fucking Korean fan base. <laughs> yeah. Called him out, I guess. So yeah. most vain single people in Korea can't afford to eat 6,000 calories a day. So they, too, are living vicariously through mukbangers. Can't you get sponsors? Yeah, dude. There's got to be, like, noodles.com uh, or some shit yeah, over there. Right? We're crescendoing like... up to that one, my, my friend. That's coming. Wait, wait. Oh, so okay. Sorry. Which Spoiler. is it? Are they, like, able to afford plastic surgeries and be on keto diets? Or are they malnourished? <laughs> and, uh, like, both. Both. So yes. they get fans from both <laughs> sides things. of the social economic stratosphere, Bobby. Right. <laughs> See, it's too bad uh, Kobayashi is actually Japanese because he would fucking destroy this fucking Dude. shit. Dude. <laughs> and Joey Chestnut? Holy shit. Yeah. They would fucking yeah, own this sport. Yeah, 5,000 calories sounds easy. It would kill that shit. Yeah, that's just breakfast for them. God. So people that watch mukbang videos claim that they feel full afterwards in kind of a phantom stomach phenomena. People that watch mukbang videos in the U.S. <laughs> are mostly people with eating disorders that are trying to normalize their overeating disposition slash feel more American. But there are also a lot of people that are just trying to learn Korean. Mukbang videos are considered one of the top ways to pick up Gen Z's slang, buzzwords, and is a oh, real good. gateway into understanding Koreans in general. I believe it. You know what? Yeah, I can believe it, too, because aren't all those Korean boy bands all the rage with all the kids today? I'm telling you, dude, and mukbang is as Korean <laughs> as is, Korean fucking pie, bro. That is the oldest person saying I've ever heard. <laughs> so the yeah, next time like, somebody catches me eating like a monster, I could just tell them I'm trying to learn Korean? Yeah, exactly. Anytime you're fucking stuffing your face, you'd be like, yeah, this is just me trying to understand other cultures. I just like the next time, if it ever happens, when life returns and I'm at a boring party I want to leave, I can just bring up phantom stomach phenomena and people can think <laughs> yeah. it's a real fucking thing. Just bring it up and be like, you don't know? You're yeah. ignorant. And then just leave. So that's going to be the next movie by that director that did Parasite. It's going to be phantom stomach phenomena. 
<laughs> or PSP. PSP yeah. <laughs> and, and you guys touched on this earlier about how they monetize this, but here's the sauce on that. And oh, both- JT touched on a lot earlier. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. the child mo things. He, he touched very much. <laughs> The chimbo, <laughs> chimbo, chimbo slice. Chimbo. <laughs> anyway, in both the U.S. and Korea, mukbangers are making bank. Top stars are earning around ten thousand dollars per month from Patreon donations and food sponsorships. In Korea, it's very common for famous food brands to partner with mukbangers to help promote their brands. But in U.S., sponsors are limited to just one company that literally any mukbanger can get. I did some research, guys. And it's literally the Go same company. Go check it out in the description box below. This is my code is water bottle. If you say water brag, you will get free shipping. Sha, this is the coldest water bottle. It came with me on my trip. Coldest water in here today. Links down below for you guys. Oh, by the way, this is the coldest water bottle. Link down below for you guys. Check it out. We got our coldest water here. Link it down below if you guys are interested. <laughs> so you guys get the idea. So this, this company called the coldest water bottle literally sponsors every single mukbanger. So if you want sponsorship from them, boom, that's all you gotta do. Well, I, was, I thought it was kind of sweet that they sponsored that one girl with Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was she was from Vietnam, Carlos. What's it, so is that the other hack? Is like yeah. you just say, do you have Down syndrome or are you just from Vietnam? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good pickup line, actually. Is it? Yeah, they'll fuck you after that. <laughs> so I think this is one of those situations that's it's kind of like the final frontier of internet validation, right? I mean, you, basically, what what's left other than just trying to take a, a selfie stick to watch yourself pee? I mean, this is like the ultimate last form of internet validation. I, I think you're onto something with that selfie stick peeing thing. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be on our merch store. <laughs> yeah, dude. What, what kind of slang and buzzwords are they getting out of this? Do we know? Well, see, so like diabetes. Yeah, fucking mook bomb. Yeah, mook bomb. <laughs> yes, right. so I th- <laughs> That's not hip enough for yeah, you? Yeah, I guess Why? so. I guess so. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So these people just like riff and they just bullshit and talk about their day and just kind of whatever else. And they talk with all their cool teenage buzzwords and bullshit like that. Yeah, people are learning how to become more hip, Carlos. All right. Can we get sponsored by a brand that just puts like a temperature range on its uh, products? Yeah, dude. Yeah, like that's what that, that's the other thing I was mentioning. Like these people are getting ten thousand dollars on Patreon for just eating, and meanwhile we're barely getting twenty dollars. Maybe we just need to fucking eat more. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> well, you guys drink warm water. Yeah, so yeah, that's a problem. problem. Sponsored by Loop. <laughs> Anybody trying to promote room temperature shit? Hit us up. Yeah, COVID. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anything else before we move on to our final topic of the week? Never feed the homeless. All right, so moving on to our final topic of the week. Each week we heroically watch hundreds of hours of porn just to find these gems. The noble task of sitting through countless hours of bukkake, cuckolding, and senseless midget gangbangs just to bring you the best Pornhub comments of the week. All right, Carlos can take us on this. You guys listen to Mr. Bungle? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from a thug squirtle. For fuck's sake, I came before I could even click on the video. I blame the globalists poisoning our water supply with sperm-killing agents to destroy the human population 
Because obviously that would have an effect of how effectively I can last during sex with my right hand. Anyways, I bust a nut so hard it went out the window and probably broke my neighbor's drones. So I can't <laughs> wait to be sued for that. On the bright side, he won't be able to see me naked ever again. So yeah. I don't believe that this guy doesn't want to be seen naked. Yeah, yeah really. That's where he lost me. <laughs> Thug Squirtle lives quite the exciting life, it sounds like. <laughs> I broke my giant picture window again. <laughs> God damn yeah. it. Definitely not intentionally. <laughs> Dude, this guy's got the best excuses in the bedroom for fucking whenever he is a preemie or he fucking can't get hard. I mean, this guy's got mad game when it comes to fucking excuses. Yeah, isn't this how they promote blue chew now? Is Are the globalists poisoning <laughs> your water supply with sperm-killing agents to destroy the human population? Thank you. Blue chew. High five for that. <laughs> yeah, I can't know, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, Appreciate you, globalists. Shout out to globalists. <laughs> On the next Alex Jones podcast, Doug Squirtle will be the guest. <laughs> A lot of people don't know this, but Carlos used to be a sperm-killing agent in New York. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a spermicidal it. maniac? No, he was a sperm-killing agent. I signed with him for a six-month trial. <laughs> I am not surprised by that one bit. <laughs> <laughs> so JD can take us some on this last one here. Made this account for this is the, the handle? All right, sure. Yeah. Bro, I just made this account to say, what a fucking mad lad. He, this guy's definitely from the UK. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He walks in on her fully naked and masturbating and just hands her a Capri Sun before walking off. His mission was to deliver the drink, and he did it. He is a man of fucking pure focus and the maddest of lads. Okay. That's <laughs> just DoorDash porn. <laughs> the maddest of lads is definitely a comedy dynamics special somewhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that was on CISO. <laughs> CISO. Yeah, that was that was a, a discovery at the Edinburgh Festival. Done the maddest of lads by this gnome. And this guy made the account just to say that. This is his mate. This is his soccer mate. He loves juice boxes and porn. What can I say, man? That's his so man. this guy just the person in the video just walked in, gave her a Capri Sun, and he's like, All right, I'm out. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's called a production assistant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just a craft services delivery. That's just a starlet saying, can I get my fucking Capri Sun before I work or what? And you're just like, catering! And he just walks in. What a pro. What a man of lad. I love how they just kept rolling. They didn't edit it out. They weren't like, there's a fucking sound guy handing the juice box to the lady in the shot, getting the fuck out of here. They're like, oh, just, just play along. Just go with it. <laughs> you ruined the cinematic illusion. I, I just like, he just loves the staff. He doesn't even care about the <laughs> talent. He's just all about the behind the scenes. All right. So anything else before we wrap up? Never feed the homeless. I think that's a fucking awesome really? high spot. So, so JT, <laughs> that's the high spot. <laughs> yeah, that's our high spots. Our tolerance for high spots has gotten very, very low. <laughs> yeah, we just put the juice box and the porn and fucking call it a day. Yeah, I learned a lot, you guys. Thanks. Like yeah. to say no to Carlos more. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a lot of horrific things. I'm glad that I uh, didn't know exist and cannot unknow now. <laughs> 
So, uh, JT, you got anything you want to promote or plug? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Um, you know, someday, in theory, I have uh, dates in August with Eddie Pepitone. Yeah. If you go to uh, jtcomedy.com or eddiepepitone.com, we're taking it month by month. But in theory, we will be in the Carolinas and uh, a little bit of Georgia dates, I think, too, in August. But, you know, that's today. We'll see next week how things progress. I was going to ask you about that. So that's still technically, you're still planning on doing those? Well, I mean, right now, we're supposed to be in Madison doing Madison Comedy Week right now in uh, Wisconsin and uh, Helium in Indianapolis this week. So that ain't happening. But I don't know. We're supposed to be at Good Nights in Raleigh, a bunch of uh, shows bouncing around. We're doing, I think we're doing Charlotte again. Yeah, I saw that you guys were booked at uh, VizArt in Charlotte. Yeah, I love that place. And so uh, cool place. I, it's, it would have been perfect because it'd be really fucking tiny bringing Eddie around that way for the first time. But now I don't know because now yeah. intimate confines are not a good idea. So I, I don't know. We're staying in touch. We're supposed to do the Idiot Box up in uh, Greensboro. Yeah. And we're supposed to get to Asheville, North Carolina for the first time. And South Carolina down in Columbia with Mr. Gibson, who I know you guys know. Yeah, we just yeah. had him on the podcast a few weeks ago. Oh, uh, right on. He, yeah. But South Carolina, that's fucking, that's the Wild West, bro. You can probably do it while fucking people well. are under respirators. <laughs> they have cough performance art going on right now down in South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other thing is, you know, Eddie's in his 60s and I'm 40-something. So, like, uh, yeah. we're in the target range of not wanting no. to die for yucks. <laughs> I, hear, you know, I hear you, bro. You could die what you love complaining about. I just, uh, right. I just, I just turned thirty, so I like, I feel it, bro. I'm getting up there. Yeah, but that's How South Korean the, thirty, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in rubles. <laughs> How about the festival? The Altercation Comedy Festival is still a go as of now. I had to move it to the end of October. I've got a lineup in place, which I hope to announce over the summer. Right on. Uh, but you know, I'm just taking. I'm going to announce the lineup, but then I'm going to wait to put tickets on sale probably to like early September just to see because I don't want to put tickets on sale and then have to refund everything if I yeah. cancel. You know, it's a giant. Who the fuck knows, man? But I'm trying to remain optimistic because the lineup's pretty solid. Word. So well, we'll see. So where can yeah. people check that out just to make sure if it's going or not going? Yeah, altercationcomedyfest.com. And also, if you're on uh, Instagram, JT Custom Toys is my new... I've been making action figures to stay sane. Yeah, yeah, you've been making those custom toys, man. Those are fucking dope. Wait, like sex toys? Yes. <laughs> How many rupees you got? I get a mortgage. <laughs> yeah, get a 200,000 rupee mortgage. <laughs> no, I've been making like... Awesome. Um, like I'm doing Dungeons and Dragons week this week, so I've just made like a libertarian night <laughs> and, and shit like that. And I just put one up today that was these gnomes shared their mushrooms with me and now I want to die. And it's just this like warrior tripping balls. But I, I did like a whole week of shining toys and stuff. You did Lane Staley with the rooster. I love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. I did, <laughs> yeah, do some great. rock people. I did Lane Staley. I did uh, Angelo from Fishbone. And yeah, just trying to mix it up and keep myself sane. And people seem to like them and buy them. So yeah, those are dope, a, man. Yeah, I like those. Fun. That's awesome. Thanks. All right, thanks, bro. Guys. Thanks for doing the podcast, my dude. Yeah, dude. Thanks for coming yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad it worked out. And thanks for again for uh, schooling me. <laughs> absolutely, bro. Yeah, thanks for doing it. That All was right. fun. No problem. Stay safe, all right? All right. Take care, buddy. Likewise. Take care, bro. So, Carlos, you got anything you want to plug, anything coming up for you? You know, I still don't have any shows, but you know what? I figured, like, hey, might as well promote my own social media. I'm on the social medias, too. So, I'm at Carlos underscore Valencia, Facebook, Carlos Valencia, and then on uh, Instagram, Carlos V Comedy, which is also my website, carlosvcomedy.com. All my dates are there, which are absolutely zero. And remember, walk your cat. 
Dude, one of my boys wants to hit you up and talk shop about that fucking uh, 90 Day Fiance. Like, no oh, shit. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, he, let's do he that. He hit me up yesterday and was like, we gotta, we gotta talk. We gotta bro down and talk about that shit. Like little fuck girls. yeah, yeah, like real men. Like real men. <laughs> Ask him if he wants to talk real housewives, too. We'll just fucking double down. Yeah, dude. So, Bobby, you got anything you want to plug, man? Um, I'll tell you what. Why don't, moving forward, I'll just... I'll let you know if I've got something to plug. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm gonna, I, I, would, I would like the people that are listening to this podcast to continue listening to this podcast. I would I'm gonna plug our podcast while doing the podcast. That's very selfless. Bobby's just doing that because he's a very selfless human. He's got all kinds of shit going on, but he just does not want to take the attention away from the exactly. podcast. I mean, I, I don't want to detract from this wonderful project we've got going yes. on. You know, trying to put all the Chimo stuff out in the open. It, yeah. <laughs> Fair point, Bobby. Fair point. Hashtag Chimo Gate. I've actually got something to plug. My album's finally out. Spotify and iTunes finally got their shit together. I kind of foreshadowed this a couple episodes back. If you guys want to check out some of the music behind the podcast, it's out now. It's called Pitiful Noise, and you can find it on all the fucking music players. And I was going to ask you, how do you spell that? But, like, literally, how do you spell that? Dude, so. <laughs> it looks like pitiful nose in the chat. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same way that you spell the, because that's what really the question is. <laughs> like, don't, don't tell us how it's actually spelled. How did you spell it? So you guys are very astute and realize that my Discord username, also my Reddit name, is pitiful nose. Yet the album is pitiful noise. And you guys have also been astute to realize I'm a terrible fucking speller. So I'll let your imaginations run wild with you and try to figure out how any of this shit happened. And it's probably exactly what you think, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, you're going to get sued by that plastic surgery show about pitiful nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>